Today's episode is brought to you by PayPal. Visit paypal.com forward slash success to learn more about an exciting offer for all of our Secrets to Success podcast listeners. Hope you enjoy the show. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Joined, as always, by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips. What's happening? Dougie Fresh, Eric Thomas, Dr. Thomas, what's going down? The CJ, the hostess with the mostest. Hey, look, yeah. hold on. Don't call me the host if you're going to be mad at me for doing my job now. Ah, uh, well, so it's not before me. Before we hit I'm record, just, just he was just yelling at me. all the negative comments. That's so, all. no, no, no. He's yelling at me as we're getting ready to start the podcast, saying, you know what I can't stand? I love doing the podcast. You know, the only thing I hate is when I got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, CJ don't never go to my stuff. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I sent him all these that? texts, though. But I <laughs> sent all these texts during the week. Podcast alert. Okay, when you talk oh, about this. Oh, that's talk what about you meant that. by the, oh, that's yeah. what that meant. Yeah. I didn't know what you meant when you kept texting me that. I didn't know what you were talking about. That meant I wanted you to say finest. on the podcast. I want to talk about it. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I, yeah, you said alert. I didn't know. You sent me the, you know, the little siren emojis. I didn't know what was happening. And some uh, of them, hey, and, and some so of them, I've been I wasn't doing sure it for three to... months. So I've been sleeping to you for three months. So that's why we've talked about nothing I want to talk about because you didn't know how to talk about. Unbelievable. Yeah. So see, hey, so no, see, we had a staff meeting yesterday. We said that we we're going to start using the sirens when it's something important. So we just oh. had that official meeting yesterday. You didn't get the update yet. So from this well, point on. Well, because he's not on the meetings. Yeah, he's from, not in the meetings, uh, so of course he wouldn't Well, they know. banned me from staff meetings because. Absolutely. I, I t- last time I came, somebody cried. So yeah, I got banned. gorilla like. Gorilla I got banned from staff meetings. Actually, I want to talk about that and do that on the podcast coming up. So can this be um, a hodgepodge then? Is that a word where we just throw everything? I get to throw all my three-month stuff in over the next uh, we couple can have, weeks. Hey, we can have our staff meeting on the podcast if you like. I don't no, care. Okay. I'm transparent. You know what I'm saying? The worst. Right. Yeah. The worst, what's the worst that could come out of it? You know what I'm saying? So we'll let, hey, maybe we'll do a live uh, ETA staff meeting. Uh, uh, uh. I just don't like meetings, period, though. I'm just, I'm anti Well, based meeting, on the like, gorilla, it says that the gorilla, work. it says that the gorilla has about three good minutes of your attention after the three minutes. The gorilla <laughs> don't want to talk. It oh, wants to I know all the information. You. It wants you to bullet it out. So thank you again, Chris, for the, I think the whole world needs to take this animal oh, assessment. Yeah. The whole world nah. needs to take it. It'd be a it's better self, world. Hey, it's self-assessing at the absolute highest level. Absolutely. Um, Real quick, before I get y'all recap, am I tripping or is it too easy to steal baggage from the baggage claim at the airport? Dude, <laughs> depending not, on no, what city. No, that, no, 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 I've always no, thought about that. I've always said that. It, yo, it's like no security no over security. there. It's just straight. Like we, yep. you got to get, um, you got to have a wine uh, near your private parts to get in the airport. Believe it now, everybody just Ain't free to do chill. whatever. Yep. And the reason I'm saying I know I'm not tripping on this not and it's in too York, easy to no, not in New York. They want to see your they, tickets okay, in New York. It might be one dude. E, it's 50,000 people walking away with bags. There's one dude spotting well, random he's people. Hey, let me see your bags. He got us in a long line with hey. the dudes with the rifles sitting next to him. <laughs> hey, but here go the here go the thing. Let me tell you the reason I know it's too easy to steal bags. Uh, I accidentally stole a bag the other day. Okay, Ooh. I felt awful. Ooh. Why did I get home? Look, all the bags fell, oh, right? Wow. And you know, like, our bags fell, like, in order. Like, boom, here go the big green one, the big red one. We had a little black one. So the big green one fell, the red one fell, and the little black one, I thought, fell. 
So I take this joint all the way to the crib. We a whole day we at the house. You know, you don't unpack your suitcases for a while. And I hear Candace like, babe. I'm like, what? She's like, whose suitcase is this? I'm like, what? I run upstairs. We got some lady whole, she got it packed tight too. Just close everything. I'm like, Love Lord it. have Love mercy. So, so I felt awful, So you don't bro. check, you don't check your, you don't look at your name? No, bro, <laughs> I, you know what's crazy? I usually do. Oh, okay. But we just didn't it, do it look, this time. It was one of okay. those, you know how it is when you're flying with your babies, Carl. you like, Lord, I'm just trying to get oh, to yeah, the crib. Easy. I'm, I'm, I'm out now. Yeah. I'm out. So he, yeah. is, hey guys. Yeah. He just strategically secluded me from this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah, argue. No, no. I can't debate this. I'm out. Yo, tag, I was I'm burnt out. out, and I went, and I, like, they felt, the, the joint fell at the same time the other two, and it was, like, when I, here go the only thing, and I feel bad for homegirl, because she put, like, a little Mickey Mouse little key tag on <laughs> And I know I ain't have a Mickey Mouse key tag on mine, but I promise you, everything else was the same brand, the same handle, the same everything. Same weight is the one we had. Like, I picked it up. Boom. I never thought nothing about it. Got home. I was like, shoot. I called Delta, and they was like, well, just bring it back up here. Of course, my bag was up there. And I, mem- I remember I was sitting there, and I felt terrible. I'm like, man, I probably messed up this lady whole vacation. What if she had to, you know, catch another flight? What, You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow. But I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, yo. Is there any type of system to stop that? Because I stole it and just walked smooth out of there and apparently never looked back and I just had a free bag. I'm like, yo, they got to do something about this to protect people from people like me. Yeah, no, that's right. No, I've always seen, I've always said like, yo, and please, I hope no homeless people listening to the podcast, but I'm like, yo, if I was homeless. Just eat. Oh, just eat, right? <laughs> no, I'm back in now. Tag me back in. I'm ready. <laughs> right, right. Now eat. You're qualified to speak on this topic. Yeah, but no, for real. I was like, yo, anybody, like you said, anybody can walk in. Nobody checks that. I'm talking about you could go no. in and out of there and take 40 bags, and you probably won't get caught to about the 60th bag because nobody's checking that. That's real. Nobody's checking it. Unbelievable. So, yeah, no, I know I'm not tripping, but I did. Um, I apologize to whoever that lady is. Maybe she listens to the podcast. I'm assuming she probably doesn't, but um, if she does, I apologize because I straight stole your bag. Um, anyway, let's uh, recap. Um, Carl, what, how was your weekend, brother? This one was quiet, man. I'll be honest. We actually didn't do nothing. After the the, the, the one last weekend with the boating and the surfing and the, the tubing, um, we just sat and kind of watched TV this weekend. We can top that one. So we just chilled at home, just just the fam, man. Just nothing at all. We just chilled. Mm, I like it. E, what you had? What did you? What do you got going on? I promise you, that's one thing I, about not living at the crib. Sometimes I just have no idea what's going on. I see E running around the block, and then I see him <laughs> cooking vegan meals, and then I see him with Dan Gilbert and Quicken Loans on stage doing a corporate event. I'm like, what is going on? So what? Where, 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 where is Waldo? Yeah, that's what my mother always said. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Well, first of all, thank you again, Chris. I realize my wife's a gorilla, so I got gorilla this weekend, but I loved it because I feel like, okay, I, I'm supposed to be like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. She had a, I'm talking about, I wouldn't even call a lady a friend. Let's not call her a friend. When Didi was younger, and I mean like elementary school, her mom went to work like, let's say four o'clock. She had like a five o'clock in the morning shift. So her mom used to drop her off at this lady's crib who would make Didi breakfast and get her ready for school or whatever. Well, anyway, her grandsons graduate. Now, Didi don't know her grandson. She don't know her grandson. Now, she knows her daughters, but I don't know if she talked to them maybe once a quarter. 
So anyway, they called me and was like, yo, he follows you on, you know, uh, social media. My man been watching your videos. He plays football, see? So he's graduating and going to college. We want you at the open house. So my wife is like, E.T., we got to go to... I First of all, she blocked my schedule. Fair file. Like, we got to talk about this one day. She blocks my schedule to be at a open house. See? She blocks yeah. my schedule. So that means if I get a gig in Australia for $400,000, I can't do it because it's been blocked for a uh, uh, for an open house. And I love Didi. This is what Didi said. Didi said to me, she said, um, when we left, because when we got there, you know, it was a small, you know, small building. You know, it's a kid. You know, uh, it had a fairly amount of friends or whatever. And I guess people don't, you know, that people don't really go to um, these kind of open houses, see, like in numbers, you know, we mm -hmm. kind of spoiled, I guess, the APOC. So it couldn't have been more than, you know, it wasn't more than 15 people when I showed up, see. Now, I got to be real, <laughs> by the time I left, it might have been 40, 40, 50. But when I got there, about 15 people in the building, see. And uh, my wife mm. was saying, you better be grateful for me because what I'm doing is I'm keeping you down to earth and letting your fans know you ain't got you ain't getting big time that you still you know the ET of oh I'm like well thanks I needed that right so I'm in there you know we do a car I write a car for my man I meet my man we take pictures you know we do the whole nine so before I know it see the the uh, her home girl not not the lady who you know pretty much you know supported her raised her whatever but her daughter gets up and says we have a special guest who's going to bring us a special message. Now, Didi doesn't mm. doesn't say that part. See, she don't say I'm mm. going to do that I'm going to do a presentation. See, she just say <laughs> we're going to the open house. So I'm like, "Bet." She like oh, right no in the doubt. car, write something motivational, whatever. So, man, see, we drove about an hour and 45, went to the event, stayed for about an hour. But I will say this, Carl. What was your Kelly, honorarium? Uh, I will say this, Carl. Um, <laughs> Kelly and his wife was there. Oh, I got you. So, you know, they used to see, sing, you remember they used to come and sing yeah, with yeah. the praise team. See, they used to help support the praise yeah, team. I remember Kelly. So Kelly was there. His wife was there. Donna Gales was there. Man, I, so of course, man, I was so grateful I went, you know, not only to support the youngsters, but, you know, to get a chance to see them. And I did. See, I ain't going to lie. I went in. You know me. I did go in. And then Diddy got mad at me because I gave all the young men who graduated a $500 scholarship. So she called Carl like, oh, here go Eric again. He giving out money it, it's, it's to all the tables. I'm like, I wouldn't, it, you were the one that made me call. So, <laughs> so why, you get, why, you, why you tripping on the fact, why you telling Carl that I'm just passing money out? But, you know, see, I really felt that there are individuals out there, see, who are at the brink, see, mm. of, of, of going to that next level. And, and I don't mean going to the next level, but what I mean, see, is they are actually entering into a gateway opportunity that can open up the next level. And we all know, man, that transition from wherever you are to where you're going, that's a, pre, that's a steep transition, Carl. And a lot of people actually get discouraged in that process. So all I did see was say, hey, how many of my young men going to college? And they raised their hand. It was some dudes going to community college. Some of our smaller colleges, see, like uh, Adrian, you know, um, and, and uh, Macomb County, you know, uh, WC3. And I think a kid was going to Bowling Green. But I was like, yo, everybody that's going, if you could send me a letter of acceptance, I want to see the opportunity. And I want to see that you're serious. And, man, I tell you, man, it's so funny, see. <laughs> can you guess what happened? See, I'm, I'm just going to ask you to even see if you can guess. So I said, look, I'm giving $500 to all the kids that can send me the letter, prove that, you know, you're going to school. 
See, can you imagine what, can you guess what happened 24 hours, 48 hours later? Uh, at least 100. Nope. It, I, I was sad, man. The numbers don't lie, Carl. Two people responded, see? Two no. people, see? Two people followed through. And so I'm just saying, there's some people on the line who get upset. Wow. You know what I'm saying? There's some people, man, who listen to this podcast. Oh, man, this people ain't nobody. But the reality, see, is I'm just being real. Opportunity right. is all around us. But sometimes there's that you got to do one or two steps and see, we automatically out the game, see? If you can imagine like the Boston Marathon, you know how many people start the race? I would love to do some analysis, not just, you know, finish in three, four hours, but I, I would love to get the numbers on who starts these things versus who starts and who finished. So anyway, right. see, so yeah, that, that was my, um, that was my weekend. Had a phenomenal time going though, coming back. Jada was in the car and can I just be real, man? I am so grateful she didn't get an apartment this summer. I feel like, you know, with her going away and then coming home, you remember she had that incident, Carl, last year where somebody was knocking on the door at two, three o'clock in the morning in her apartment. She was freaked out, called me. I don't know why she didn't call the police. Called me. I got there. You know, we fixed the situation. Some other stuff that's happened. She's had friends see, of course, you know, and this ain't, this is not the end of the world. This is not to try to judge people or dog people, but she has some friends who have unfortunately um, gotten pregnant their, their fr freshman year or some of them their sophomore year and she's coming home now with a different appreciation for some of the boundaries we set see some of the right, expectations right. we've had for yeah. you know what I'm saying and so uh, her being home man she's respecting the boundaries a lot more she's still young she's still doing her thing clothes here there you know but she's respecting the boundaries more the conversations we're having it's just been man it has been a blast now that's not to say that I'm hoping that she returns next summer you know, <laughs> after she finishes. That's not to say that, but that is to say that this is the fee, the female, you know what I'm saying? That the female of staying with us has been phenomenal, man. And so we've just yeah. had a great time. Jada is definitely on a next level in terms of her health, working out, exercise. Like I said, lost 17 pounds. So it's just been uh, it's been a phenomenal weekend, man. Phenomenal time, and if we get time, we can come back and talk about the isms day later. Yeah, catch us up on the vegan boy. How's that going? Mm, mm. Man, you I'm know what? Post it, every and it, day is now. that really you? People want to know. It's a big controversy online. Right. Are you really <laughs> making that and taking pictures of it, or are you pulling them out of a vegan cookbook and just taking yeah. a picture? Well, for, and first of all, those are, that is my phone. Those are my pictures. But if people pay attention to the post i keep oh, saying anybody got time for that yeah well they pay attention i keep saying see that my cousin leah is the one who's coming in, and she comes on a monday and then she does um she does actually myself and the errington's so she comes to my house on monday prepares the meals for the week and then she prepares the errington's meals on tuesday and blesses the errington's so no i'm not cooking anything i am i i'm only enjoying it I'm only enjoying what she's cooking. I'm not even, I, I brought Jamie over today and gave Jamie a taste test. Jamie is like, yo, E, this is phenomenal. So she's going to come and do a big um, cooking class, you know, for a few people in the church who desperately need to. And this is for those of you out there, we're not pushing vegan on nobody. We're not pushing nothing. We are pushing health, though. And there's some of you who made some commitments to yourself in January. And for real, you still have some of those negative habits, and we're not asking you to do it big. That's why we keep saying small wins. So uh, one of the things C hit me on was like, yo, E, when we at the restaurants, yo, no pop, fellas. Like, don't drink your calories.
all water, you know. So for some of you, just stop drinking um, sugar beverages during, you know, when you go right, out right. or during the day. Just get you get you a, a, a gallon of water. I know they say it shouldn't be cold. Chris going to kill me. But for those of you, I mean, Sean, Sean's going to kill me. For those of you who need to drink it, you know, cold, whatever, put some lemon in there. But we're not, we're just talking about small wins. So definitely I'm not cooking it. Um, I, I say to people all the time, E, I want to do what you're doing. Look, guys, we're at a different place in our lives. I have, uh, I'm in a financial place right now where I am able to be a blessing uh, to my cousin. And she's a mutual blessing to me and my family. But, you know, she does the meal preps on Monday. And then, like, I was in Detroit yesterday, so I'm not going to lie. I snuck and got some pecan. She makes this pecan loaf that, you know, it's kind of got that, that meatloaf taste to it. And, um, I, and somebody else was like, E, you need to hit a vegan restaurant. Listen to me. Whatever you're doing, and I learned this from C because he and Candace bring their wraps when they come on the road. I told her, thank you for the vegan restaurants, but I pack a lunch. And so I'm just saying that everybody, hmm. whatever your thing is, pack you a lunch bring your water with you, you know, whatever it is you're doing, take it with you because man, sometimes it's hard when you, when you are committed to something and you leave home and you ain't got home court advantage, man, it could get ugly out there. So I take a, a snack with me. So yes, man, it's my cousin. Shout out to Leah. Um, I put her stuff up on uh, the site. She's killing the game and yes, I'm eating it, but I'm definitely not making it guys. What is the joint you had the other day that looked like pulled pork? Man, Jamie came over today. Y'all know Jamie, see? So you know I'm keeping it 100. <laughs> I made Jamie food, eat yeah, something foodie, today. Foodie. Jamie was like, yo, E, this has the texture of meat, but it's a fruit. It's called jackfruit. Uh, so it's a fruit. Yeah, I've been seeing you know? that. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm trying to do is stay away from the, because, you know, some people, and look, I'm not dogging nobody out. You do what you got to do, get you these small wins. But what I didn't want to do, see, was I didn't want to go away from one thing and then substitute it with something that's just, you know, as unhealthy. So some, some of these stores have these like um, soy products where you can get like a burger or black bean burger. But when I looked at the ingredients, see, it, it's got like 50 things in it for one black, black bean burger. And so I'm saying, yo, it's still processed. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Right, so I'm like, right. I know it's healthier. So if that's what you got to do, go for it for those of you who are doing it. But I didn't want to go that route. And so my cousin, it's just a fruit. I don't know if you ever noticed it, but it's real big. It almost looks like a smaller watermelon. Carl, you know what I'm talking about the jackfruit with the little, I don't know what the little thing's coming out almost I've like. I've never like, even like heard a, of jackfruit. I'm like, yeah, I, what is I've jackfruit? I've seen it at Horrocks. Yeah, yeah they gone. have it at Horrocks, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's a funny looking fruit, but it has the texture, you know, like a, 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 a more of a substance texture, and she just cuts it up and seasons it, and Jamie ate it and was like, yo, eat. Then he ate the lasagna. By the way, for those of you who asked me, absolutely. The noodles were not noodles, but it was zucchini, tomatoes, and somebody yeah. said, E, you still on cheese? I'm like, it's cashews. But what she does is an almond milk, and she takes cashews, and she puts them in a food processor, blends that joker up, and then makes it like a cheese. And I'm telling you, it's raw. Like, she puts it in the refrigerator. It's not cooked. And, and she's like, look, try it this way. I know you're not used to this, but try it because you get all the nutrients because it's not cooked, right? And I tried it. Man, Jamie tried it. He was like, yo, E, if this is vegan, he was like, I'm telling you. Like, you know I don't do that. You know I'm on the pork, beef, the chicken. He like, you know I'm on everything. But he was like, yo, this I'm is on a everything. serious substitute. Oh, Jamie on everything. So, yeah, it's, it's so, jackfruit. So, ladies though, and gentlemen, if you're listening across the country, 
The moral of the story is become a millionaire, hire a fire private <laughs> chef. Hey, open And you too can live the high life. <laughs> oh, no, no. Meanwhile, hey, me I, and Carl gonna be over uh, here uh, eating pork and beans. Hey, you know tell Carl next door, I he can come and get half of a half. Hey. Carl can come get Meanwhile, half of a half. Me and Carl <laughs> gotta eat leftover scraps from the uh, uh. heat. <laughs> and, uh, you know, die early of diabetes. So thank you for that. Uh, uh, if you if you can see if Leah makes house calls to Georgia. Can y'all go, hey, can uh, y'all do, can you and Carl go half on the, like, let's go, let's go uh, half on the. Four mil or two. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Eric uh, Thomas and Ass Associates, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go again, right? <laughs> Strikes again. Hey, man, we got a sponsor, man. Let's, yes, uh, let's acknowledge our sponsor, man. We got a sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by PayPal. Ooh. PayPal is Hey, listen, they're doing a contest. Listen up, for all, especially all my entrepreneurs. PayPal is awarding three businesses that think they have major potential uh, to win $10,000, all right? Believe you have what it takes. You can reach your full potential with this $10,000 and get a full business makeover. PayPal believes in the power of entrepreneurs. The future of your business can start here. Listen, there's no purchase necessary to enter, subject to rules, void where prohibited, must be 18 and a resident of one of 50 United States or D.C. to enter. Enter by July 30th. Visit paypal.com slash success to learn more. All right. So for all of you entrepreneurs out there, he just said it. How many going to follow through? Two? All right. Two people is going, are, are going to follow through and um, you're going to get, you know, a $10,000 cash prize. Um, man, and one, and one of the following 12 month hosting subscription and five hours one-on-one support with a Shopify specialist. Listen, this is stuff that I wish we would have had when we yeah, started. I was just but, saying um, that yeah, if we had we this, had yeah. none of this. And I yeah, feel and bad about our sponsor today. See, because as soon as you said PayPal, I remember I owe Leah some money. I was supposed to put it on the PayPal. And I <laughs> drop it on, on the PayPal. PayPal. I didn't put uh, yeah. it on the PayPal account. She hit me back was like, you got the wrong PayPal account. I was like, no, I'm sorry, I don't. Uh, I forgot. So yeah, yeah, yeah. PayPal. So, yeah, please, absolutely, please PayPal. man. So if you're looking to take your business to the next level, look, yes. there's three grand prizes, including $10,000. Just go to visit paypal.com slash success, man, and use our promo code, man. You learn all about what you need to know. But um, PayPal is doing some amazing things, and we appreciate them sponsoring this episode of the podcast. All right, um, let's dig into it, guys. So had an interesting conversation. You know me. I'm, I'm not very subtle when it comes to things that um, I, 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 uh, I see, that I observe, or whatever, right? And so for the last, I don't know, couple months, there was a, a gentleman I met, a younger, you know, gentleman, um, and I see him, you know, regularly, and we kind of, you know, we went out and hung out, you know, went, went to lunch or whatever, and, um, you know, he was like, yo, can you mentor me, whatever, and I, you know, I've been kind of helping him out with his business and things of that nature, and I've been noticing, like, you know, he was kind of, and I, I've already got his permission to talk about this. So I don't think I'm like snaking nobody because I know he listens to the podcast. But I was like, yo, you, you mind if I talk about it? He was like, absolutely not. Because we had a, you know, a very a valid conversation. And I noticed that, you know, when him and I would talk, um, you know, he'd be like, man, you know, money's tight. And you know what I'm saying? A couple of times he didn't even have, you know, the, the money to pay for lunch. I'm like, bet, I got it. You know what I'm saying? He was supposed to be taking me out because that was the deal. I'm like, yo, I'm going to look out for you. You're going to have to pay for lunch. I'm not, you know, giving you all this information and I got to pay for lunch. And so a couple of times he was like, man, time's real tight right now. And so I'm like, cool, I got it. No problem. But then I see him online and I see his persona is totally different. Right. So I'm like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, OK, you like renting cars and, you know, you, you, you kind of flashy and you're telling people, you know, your business is 
trying to teach other people how to make six figures. Um, but clearly you are not making that six figures because you don't have any money. And so, you know, me, finally, I started noticing what he was doing. And I'm like, yo, let me have a conversation with you. You know, I'm like, yo, you're trying to portray something you're not. You know, and I kind of got on his head and I'm like, yo, like, you're being fake. And he said, well, I'm listening to y'all. And I remember you said, E.T. used to say you guys were a multi-million dollar company before you were. And I've always been told, listen, you should fake it till you make it. So why am I doing a bad thing by portraying like I have these things and I don't if I'm actually just faking it till I made it? And I actually had to sit there and think about it myself because I'm going, wow, I bust my man out for being fake or for stunting or for whatever. But in reality, he's doing what he thinks we did. And so I had to break down the complexities to to him about kind of like what we did and how we worked and things of that nature. But at the end of the day, um, I tried to explain to him that when you act like you have all of these things going on and you put so much focus and energy into um, trying to blow up or, or, or acting like you, you know, you've already blown up, that you, you waste valuable time. You could be actually working and blowing up. And his counter to me was, you know, he kind of thought that's what we did. And so I had to set, step back and I wanted to bring it to you guys and just see what you thought about it. But where do you draw the line when it comes to faking it till you make it? Like, what is that sweet spot in terms of should you fake it till you make it? Because I can think of some instances where absolutely we did. Right. There was times when, like I said, we would be sitting in the crowd. Carl and I'd be sitting in the crowd. He'd be up speaking in front of a group. And he'd like, listen, we built a multi-million dollar company. And I told you, <laughs> I used to look at Carl and be like, OK, who got the multi-million? Right. Where, who, where Either he getting off? paid and we getting <laughs> gypped or he just up there lying. And so, uh, e, I guess, you know, for, well, for both of you guys, where do you draw the line on is fake it till you make it still a thing? Is that legit? Is that not legit? Is that the inability to self-assess? Are you lying to yourself? Like, where is that boundary on that? Yeah, well, for me, see, here's the boundary. We had a book, you know, that was selling, you know what I'm saying, millions. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were, based on our projections, so it might have been one month we might have made, you know, we might have sold, uh, what, Carl, in the beginning, we sold maybe 500 500 was the pre-order. The pre-order was like 500 books, right? So can you do the math, Carl? 500 times, what was the book? 24.99? So, you know, we had, we had, and Carl's going to do the numbers for me real quick, see? Um, And so this was just, this was just in the pre-sale. So this wasn't even, you know, the book itself. You know what I'm saying? So for me, uh, so so 12,500, right? Then you had the speaking that I was doing, you know? And so what I was looking at was by the end of that year, Man, we might have been, what, Carl, the first year when we really looked at it, I think we were like at a million and whatever. We had made like, with merchandise, speaking, T-shirts, just everything we did, we might have been like at a million five. And so for me, I was like, yo, if we did a million five, well, I'm sure next year, you know what I'm saying, we keep going at this rate, it's going to be multi-millions. Now, at that time, multi-millions might have only been two, 2.1 million, but that's multi-millions. But I'm saying, yeah. I think there was times you might have snuck that in even before the book was released. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, no, I don't think I, I don't know, Carl. Am I tripping? I think Carl. so. No, I think Help so. Me out. No, no, no. Because there were I'm, times no, no, when no. you said it and me no, and see, like, I'm tra- okay, I'm, I ain't trying no, to be funny. No, no, no. Because you got to think the book was 2011. We didn't get started until 2010. The book came out in 2011. So maybe in 2010 you said it then. Oh, <laughs> so there was a window. There's a gap. No, 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 I remember for real. I remember looking at see a couple times, like, yo, we ain't nowhere close to that. Yeah, so y'all know I didn't say it when we did, when y'all wasn't making no money and we weren't doing nothing. That's not possible. 
Uh, but what happened was we, had, we, we, it was at the beginning. We sold a book, you know, we were selling t-shirts. We was kind of moving forward. So to me, just with my projections. So, but there might've been times. Okay. But let's just admit, okay, let's agree to disagree on that. But let's just admit that there were times when you may have over embellished things to us and to the public. Well, you got to understand, you got to understand to you guys, and I'm being for real, it might have been over embellished. I just got the phone with Quest, you know, and Quest was saying some stuff and I was like, yo, you know what, Quest, I got to do a better job of you don't understand all the complexities of what's going on. So you're making, you're making like assumptions because you don't have all the information. So definitely at that time before Carl got into the finances and you got into some stuff, I'm being real. There was some stuff I saw because I had already done this on my own and I didn't see. So when we first started doing the book, start doing the t-shirts, et cetera, when we started getting on the road, I was like, yo, we, we about to blow up. So yes, I was not speaking like it into existence without any evidence or any substance. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't saying it and we we weren't, you know, getting contracts. You know, you weren't getting me gigs. Like you you might have got me a $2,000 gig or a $3,000 gig, but I saw, okay, at the end of the year we're going to make this. And we did. That first year when we had the book, we had the website going, we were at like 1. Point something, I don't remember what it was, but close to 1.5 million. And every year after that, I don't know if we doubled it, Carl. I don't know if I want to say double, but we got real close to what was the numbers, Carl? Because I know you pretty much did the math, but um, I think we went from like one five to maybe like two two. Yeah, yeah two two was like the second year. So right. So then for me, up. I'm like, yo, bump that. Like for real, I'm like, bump that. I'm seeing <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm seeing. Right. While it might have been, you know, like I said, it might not have been huge. Hey, now let me clarify this for all our listeners before you get too far. And I watch Shark Tank. We're not talking about profit here. A- absolutely. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying, Carl. We weren't talking about profit. Uh, that's not we prof- were talking about the fact that that's what we was bringing in. So, yeah, we had to spend money on this and we had to spend money on that. But we actually generated. So I'm saying like, yo, if we generated 1.5 the first year. 2.2 the second year. Yeah, that's why I'm like, yep, we multimillionaires. Why? Because I'm trying to get Carl, who's <laughs> definitely not an entrepreneur. I'm trying to fight Carl. Like, yo, Carl, I'm telling you, we could do this, Carl. We could make this happen. I'm trying to get C, who living in Paris, who's doing working as a substitute teacher. living the millionaire life without the million. You feel me? <laughs> he got he being a substitute teacher because he don't believe. I'm trying to show him like, guys. No, you're right. See, we hadn't profited that at the time. I might not have been a millionaire, but for me, we sold so many books. We sold so many CDs. Remember, Carl, we were selling CDs, bro. We were literally selling. I was making them at home. Yep. DVDs. Burning them joints. Burning right them in the garage, joints. Yep. So I was like, yo, we if we keep if we keep doing what we're doing monthly, yep, we're gonna be in the millions. And so I'd say we millionaires. But then that second year, we was at 2.2, and that was all I needed. That was that was multi-millions at that point. <laughs> that was 2.2. You know what I'm saying? So 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 I, I guess what I'm trying to say to you, see, as as yes, you're right is that maybe we didn't tangibly have it in our pockets or there were some things we well, weren't able I, I, to do. Okay, so I'm not even talking about that specifically. I'm just talking about the mindset. And is there a problem with me, um, let's say, you yes. know, I, I'm a six-figure business coach. Yes. And I'm not quite there, but I have to give the illusion because, you know, it's kind of like in order to not, be not, that, not, I need to project that. Can I say that. this, though? I will say this to, to our defense. You can go back to the beginning um, what do you call it? Uh, post that we put up. We ain't never put up nothing that wasn't real. Like we've never, we have never put up something that if I'm signing books, I'm signing books. 
Like we, I, if what, you know what I'm saying? If I had all the books on the table, all the books have been sold. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's not like you might see me putting up the Secret to Success book today and acting like people still buying them. Like I was only signing them when people were buying them. And so I think this was the problem, see? The problem is when you're doing something to make the world think you're something versus mm -hmm. your staff to think something so you can push your staff so they can become what they had a potential to become, that's different, see, than faking it to the world and making the world think we're something that we're not. I just read something the other day when my wife read it to me. Bruh, I'm talking about, I was ready to go up to Detroit and strangle somebody. There was a lady who, they, they, their mother died, I think she had a stroke, see, or a heart attack, and she was obese, like 400 and some pounds. So, so there were, there were um, funeral homes saying, like, yo, for real, it's a lot of crime going on in Detroit. I'm, I'm not trying to say this in a bad way, but they, you know what I'm saying? People are, the, the funeral homes are living uh, and prosperous right now. So they backed up, believe it or not, see? And so they were calling around and people were like, look, I'm not trying to be funny, but right now we don't have the capacity to do that. Man, she called around and got a company to pick up the body. See, they weren't even a funeral home company. It was somebody faking it like they were one, and they came and picked the body up, and, 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 and uh, they found out that these people were fake, and they were like, where's my mama's body? They were going through it, calling around, and finally they got the law enforcement involved, and they were able to find the body, but they just had the body in the car. See, it was some crazy stuff, right? And so to me, that's uh, when it's wrong. Yeah, that's when you're wrong, see, when you're faking and you're trying to pretend like you have a service that you cannot provide. You know, when you're faking it, acting like you're doing something well, you well, can't let, do. No, well, well, let's say this. Let's say, um, for, for instance, just a, a profession. I'm a financial advisor. I want to be a financial advisor. And I got, you know, the suit and the rented Bentley because I'm trying to attract clients. Fair or foul? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying. I, maybe I do know the information. I haven't made the. Well, if you know the information, I'm not mad at you. Like, yep. if you know the information. But if you know the information, why you don't have your own billing? I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, though, but I'm saying, see, I mean, for real, though, if you are a, like, if you can legitimately provide a service, if I come to CJ and say, see, I want to sign up as your client for branding, see, if you have what it takes to legitimately blow me up, then I don't think it's anything wrong with selling yourself because, let's be honest, when you go to the store, it's not always the best product that sells, Carl. Sometimes it's the one that has the best colors or the best graphics or whatever. So, so we are in a world where you do need to be competitive in terms of your visibility. Right, and that's what I'm saying. How do you, how do you find that where balance between that putting, on a, putting on a front and trying to portray you, see, a you, certain See, you're selling image? me something you can't do. You're selling me a service you can't, you, 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 you can't, at the end of the day, you can't come through on. That's when you fake. So if CJ was to put me out there, you put me up on you know, uh, YouTube or you put me out there on Facebook, whatever. You said it yourself, see. You said, yo, before y'all knew E.T., E.T. was E.T. What you had to do, see, was not develop my gift as a speaker. You didn't, you didn't have to hone my gift or, you know, take, send me to school for me to get better. You legitimately had to make me more visible. You had to let the world see who I am. And once the world saw me, it was what you said. Like, yo, my man can compete with anybody else out here. Y'all just don't know who he is. So if that's what you're doing, see, yeah, but I'm it, feeling... Even in that, it was a few camera tricks me and Carl was doing at the time. Just to oh, be real. Absolutely. This is... Let, this, so we'll just have an open conversation. So, the way so we for instance, if, if Carl, Carl would tell you, 
We yeah. might have an event where Carl was speaking. I mean, where he was speaking and Carl was filming and I was, you know, there directing, if you will. And I promise you, we'll, we might go to, you know, an event. It's like E.T. coming. It might have been 30 people in a room that yeah. held 500. Yeah. We would make everybody move front and doggone and center. center. And I would tell yeah. Carl, put the camera up at the last row behind the last section of the people seated and only shoot this and doggone it, make it look like it was 500 people in the room. Throw a laugh track in there if you got to. And so in a way that was, you know, giving people the illusion that we were doing and something that no we were. With that. And because and we something. did that, people was like, yo, E blowing up. We used to be looking at the comments. Me and Carl was like, if y'all only knew we only had 30 people in the building that held 500. We just made it look like we was doing we were doing better than we were. And so is that a problem? Is that okay? I'm like, because my man is just, that's what the kid was doing. He was making it look like he was doing better than he actually was. And I so called him out here, here, for it, here, and he called me back out. And I was like, wait yeah. a minute, young Padawan, you might be right. So here's the deal, though. <laughs> See, here, here's, here, here's where, to me, it's okay what you guys were doing. Because if it was a crowd of 500 or 5,000, I would have been able to produce. And I'm producing now. So it was an issue of visibility. So y'all went so lying. So it's okay to lie as long as you do. can back it up. I'm saying, I'm not going to say lie. I say Is it's it okay lying to if you back manipulate. it up? <laughs> manipulate. Yeah, manipulate. That's a better word, <laughs> and, and see. I, That's a better and, word. And I want to say this. Unfortunately, we live in a society, see, where people don't want to fool with you unless they feel like you already own. Right. Exa that, it's exa that's my point exactly. So the question is, so where do you I'm draw the line? Love dog, he wrong. I'm, I'm going off uh, on him and you because he like, look, yo, what you want me to do? Show him my little broke down Ford Escort? And this you is think what somebody's going to want to fool with me there? This is what you tell him. If you big and bad enough to show it, when you get called, you better be able to produce. And if you can produce, then you good so to we're, go. We're good. But if I call you to do a concert for me, see, if I call you to do a concert and you, and you come on, bro, you don't, you, you, we bring in, 10,000 people to your concert and it's a flop. You sold me something. You sold me a lemon, bro. So as long as you ain't no lemon, I'm cool with it. So what y'all did was y'all did what I couldn't do for myself. Y'all gave me visibility. But let me tell you something. Nobody's watching the guru story and coming mm -hmm. up to today and being like, E, you a one hit wonder. That was fake. You did that. Nope. You Carl, you and Carl got, I'm at small schools. I'm at major events. I'm in Egypt. I'm, I'm in Detroit. It don't make a difference. The product is the product. What you guys did was say, hey, y'all got to, we got to accentuate this thing, E, because you, right now, E, you ain't, you, they don't know that you exist and they need to know. So see, if you could back it up, bet. But if you selling some girl, you got a job, you didn't borrow your boy car, you didn't went and put a sign up and faked it like, you know what I'm saying? And I hate to go here because I know some people are like, yo, E, I thought you, my wife be making me watch the have and have nots. And I promise you, <laughs> homegirl is so fake. Candy so fake. She acting like she got a law degree. She went to an office, C and took somebody's name off, put her name on, met somebody up at the uh, firm, had, went in the room with them, faked it like, it, that, to me, that's wrong. See, you selling something that you can't, you, you, you can't you can't produce like but you, don't you, you think because we talked about the inability to self assess don't you think most people think that they probably can produce I don't now I'm not saying if you think you can or not you feel me Carl ain't nobably like oh, yeah, I no, probably shouldn't real. do this because I can't yep. produce no man feeling like if can. I get one yep. client I'm about to murder I'm gonna kill it yep and do me whether a favor, he can or whether he can yeah. or not yeah but get the first client and if you fail be real about it because I'm saying see I hear what you're saying but here's the problem with what you're talking about. There are people who do that, Carl, and they're still doing it. Mm. They're still doing it. Five years later, they're still having to pretend and fake it like they, 
You, you feel me? So now, see, I don't think you and Carl doing camera angles no more. You know what I'm saying? Y'all might have done I, I that. Was gonna say, yeah, so y'all ain't say doing this, that no e, more. I was going to say, see, I, I don't know if you remember, you kind of alluded to it, see, but there was a time where I got complaints from people that they couldn't see E. And I had got stuck so long in shooting the crowd to make it look deeper. Like, I never even show E. Like, I show E at the beginning, <laughs> right, and they right, shoot right. the crowd the rest of the day to show you, hey, y'all, we with people. Like, I was so geek. Like, we in a room with people, y'all. Yep. Like, here go all the people. And people was like, yo, where E at? And I was like, oh. And then Australia. The first year you went to Australia was probably five, six years ago. I remember seeing their footage back, and they never showed the crowd. And I was like, ooh, we transitioned. We never mm -hmm. showed the crowd. They showed E the entire time. So like E said, yeah, if but you I'm can saying, back we it up. still had to do what we had to do to get to, to get that level. There. Because so can my I say, fear was, from a branding standpoint. Can we put an expiration date on it, C? Should you be doing that for five years? After three years, okay, should so you that's still what be I doing it? So, okay, <laughs> so, so I guess then what is the time limit? Like however long it takes, right? Like you're going to say, okay, I've been faking for two years. All right, cool, this ain't working. Or do you stick with I was it? Say, like, if you can see evidence that it's working, then you keep going. But if you like do my it biggest, year, My biggest fear used to be like, yo, it's only 30 people in this room. We shoot the footage. Even if he got a hot speech, people are attracted by other people. If you see uh, Kanye concert sold out, it's I, something about the scarcity I, I, that makes I, you yeah, think, I got to get in there. I agree, but I disagree. This is what I disagree with. The guru story was 30 people. You know what I'm saying? And it hit over a million and something. Then, of course, Giovanni took it to another level. But Giovanni never had no crowd. You know, so I disagree with you in that what you guys did was fire, but what you was using was also fire. And I think that's what makes us who we are. It's a three-headed monster. Carl is killing at what he doing. You killing it at the brand. I'm killing it speaking. And I'm just saying, like, you can't do what we did if you don't have a product. So you right, see, we did have to do some things to prove we were who we are. But but we were a three-headed monster. Like, we were all phenomenal in our different areas. And I think that's what I was missing before. While I might have been a good speaker, I didn't necessarily have a good videographer. I didn't have a, a person who had the, the mind you had in terms of branding. So I'm saying, yeah, you can tell people to do what you did, but if they don't have what you have, see, how long are they going to be trying to manipulate, trying to... You know what I'm saying? Trying to highlight, trying to bring focus to, try, you know what I'm saying? So if you bring in attention to a lemon, you can bring attention to a lemon for 10 years if you want to. A lemon is a lemon. The fact that you mm. highlight that it's a lemon is not about to change anything. So see, you, 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 because you brought this conversation up, you're going to have to create a standard of if you're going to pretend, you got to at least start here. And you said before, when he met us, he was at a three, right? So you could tell everybody, okay, if you're going to start, start at a three. And then have somebody that could take you videography-wise, like Carl, to a six. And then have somebody like CJ who could take you to a nine. You know what I'm saying? But I just want to be cautious not to have people out here as lemons, and they trying to highlight their lemon life. It, I just don't think, I, I think we're going to let them down, and they think they watching us, and they're going to be able to do what we're doing. But you can't do what we're doing if you take one or two of the elements out. All the elements have to be there if you're going to, be, if you're going to reach the level of success we've reached. Yeah, and I guess, you know what, and, and, and you know, of course, I'm, you know, thinking about this all kind of ways. I guess my point to him as I was thinking about it was, as long as you fronting like you already there, what happens is your ethos and that energy then um, keeps away the resources that you might need to actually blow up, right? Yeah. Like, if somebody, like, like, if somebody sees, oh, man, he needs a little help right here, he could use a little help right here, you know, those resources may then, you know, become available to you. But when you act like you already got it going on, 
nobody's necessarily trying to, you know, help you. So I was kind of showing them that other light of, Bingo. yo, we, when you when you acting so big time, yeah. How yeah. how would I ever come and be like, yo, oh, I love what you're doing. Let me get this little guy some help. You know what I mean? Let me help him out. You if you already got it going on, people looking at you like, oh, okay, well, he clearly got it made in the shade and he's good. And I think that's the and, danger and, and of that it is to a, some see, extent. That is a critical point because nowhere along the line did we try to manipulate in right. a negative in way. A negative way yeah. We always talked about, yo, we not real good with books. We ain't never done books before. It's our first book. That yo, is we the got truth. typos yeah. in there. I would be on yeah, camera telling our flaws. <laughs> like I wouldn't be on camera trying to fake it. Like I would be on camera saying, yo, man, we trying to do this and schools ain't like we trying to do this and whatever. And so I think that's the difference. Carl got something he's trying, he so, been trying to get in on a minute. I, I, I read a quote this morning. Yeah, I pulled the book out. See. <laughs> no, I read this uh, quote this morning. Carl, show him that uh, them 10 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I read this quote this morning and I was like, yo, I want to bring this on the podcast. But funny enough, you set it perfectly up. So here's the quote. We, we, we'll analyze it after the quote says when a person with money meets a person with experience, the person with experience will get some money and the person with money will get some experience. Again, when a person with money meets a person with experience, the person with experience will get some money and the person with money will get some experience. So doggone it, you got two options. If you got money, you need to find the people with the experience. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. bottom line, like that's investing. Absolutely. That's what's going on. That's Absolutely. how the rich stay rich. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you got experience, you got to use what you have. So I'm saying for us, Everything we experience is what we use to, to put out there. Everything we experience. Y'all saw E do, I'm talking about Jada to school, whatever was happening, y'all. The, the mixtape tracks, everything was a- exactly the experience we had. So what I'm saying to your guy is, yo, use what you have bit by bit. Like, use everything you have bit by bit, but you don't want to get to the point where you put on. Now, like, this, you got the, the experience. This, like, you got yeah. all the yeah. experience, yeah. and you yeah. do get the big opportunity because yeah. you got that, it looked like you got the experience, and you fail. You fail. Like, that's where it could get ugly for you. So you want to make right. sure that you, levels, you want to make sure that you're building your experience bit by bit to the point where when you do get that opportunity, like he's saying, you kill it, and that way you open up the opportunity for more money and more experience, but you don't want to mess that up. And that's it. See, hmm. I don't think anybody was disappointed when Carl did the edits. You did the you did the E one of the best in the world, if not the best. That's what you would say. And then based on what Carl did and what you did, people would say, come to our corporation and speak. And when I got there, nobody was like, man, y'all hype my man up. He whack. Man, y'all sold us some garbage. When 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 the two of you did your job and I got the opportunity that I would not get because speaking is in isolation. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys memorialized it. You kept it alive. You kept it breathing. You turned my speaking into a living, a doggone living, breathing, moving organism. When I would finally get there, people wouldn't say, oh, that's not a shark. Y'all done made me like a shark. And I get there, they're like, ah, oh, that ain't no shark. That's a goldfish right there. Y'all didn't lie. But you, you see what I'm saying? So, so I'm just saying, like, if you're going to sell it, back it up. If you're going to wear the suit, if you're going to drive the, your homeboy Bentley, back it up. You know what I'm saying? Back it up. But we never had cars in our videos that didn't belong to us. We, we never did that. We never, we never had you in a house that wasn't ours. You know what I'm saying? Like, we never did that, see? So I get you on the angles, and I get y'all on the, we multi-million? Absolutely. But I was, and y'all, and, and C can attest to this. And I'm going to give C 20 seconds after this to tell the truth. <laughs> C, C knows that when I say something in a, in a, in a, in a, in a room, that there's a large chance that I'm not even talking to the people in the room. 
that I am. They know that I have majority of my staff meetings. Oh, of course. And, and so I'm, I'm going to tell them we what call I'm talking it a about. Sneak see. this on this side of yeah, town. Tell them what I'm talking <laughs> about. See, no, I, I think you did it at church. Was it at church? No, no, no. Yeah, you did it at it church. Was church. Uh, no, yeah. It, no, it was it was in Houston at the uh, spiritual joint we did. And he was like, he was like, yeah, we got a thousand people coming tomorrow. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. We got a thousand. We should have been at 10,000. And he was talking to the people. But of course, he was talking straight to me like, yo, why aren't we at 10,000 people at these events? And I took the cut. But no, I know a lot of times you say stuff indirectly. And I think it just comes out. I don't think it's like a planned sneak no, disc, but a sneak disc no. nonetheless. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But y'all do something <laughs> with it. So I'm just saying, if you were putting Oh, but stuff I already out, know. Like, that's the good thing about the, how long we work right, together right. is I feel it before you even say it. Like, that's no, what no people doubt. don't understand. They think me and Carl just come and watch like, oh, okay, we back in the back eating popcorn, you know, enjoying things. I'm like, no, I'm listening because that's, that, now that's my idea of a staff meeting. Like when me, E, and Carl are like E speaking, that's yeah. a staff meeting because yeah. E can only say what's on his heart. He can't say anything else. Like when you speak as much as E does, as often as E does, um, you know, it, with that kind of passion, anything that's on his heart is going to come out. So that is actually the best time to get your honest and true feelings about where we are, what we're doing, how things are going. And to me, that is a glorified staff meeting for us when you're speaking. Me and Carl will catch eyes three, four times throughout the speech. You know, now that Carl doesn't have to do so much, he's kind of supervising, right? And we'll, we'll have a mini staff meeting right there that'll shift, um, you know, the basis of what we're doing. So that's something that you've always done and something that, you know, I've caught on to over the years, you know, even more so. And most of the time, I don't even have to hear you say it to know where you're going with it. And so that's all I'm saying to you guys who are listening. When I said we're a multi-million dollar company, for real, I wasn't saying it for y'all. I was saying it for Carl, who was like on the fence of, shoot, you know what I'm saying? I believe in this entrepreneurial thing, but I don't know if I'm the one. And I'm like, bro, yeah. we can't win a championship without you. Like, I don't know what you think about me and C, but me and C don't do what you do. We can't win a championship without you. And so there's certain things I have to say publicly, you know what I'm saying? I, I remember saying something once. Shout out I, to oh, Ken, Carl. who caught it the worst in Houston. I don't know. Oh, Ken got it. Ken got it. Did you, did you, take, did you talk to him? Oh, I don't know. I'm talking about Oh, my God. Ken, oh, Ken. Ken got the business. Ken got the business. Oh, Ken got the business yeah. in Houston. Business. I, I was terrible. like, Ken. Yeah. Oh, I was hurt for Ken. <laughs> but but, but I, I, don't, I don't remember if, if me and Carl were at a meeting, with a corporate meeting, or if it was in a presentation. But I had, I, no, it might have even been when we did the, 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 the meeting at ON. I'm not sure. I mean, uh, uh, own network. I'm not sure which, where it was, but I said about like, yo, Carl blew us up. You know what I'm saying? And Carl came to me afterwards, like maybe not immediately after, maybe a week or two later in the meeting, just with me and him. He's like, yo, E, like for real, I never thought about it like that. I, I know what C does is phenomenal. What you do is phenomenal. But I never thought about the fact that I literally was responsible for like getting this message out to the world. Like I didn't see my significance because I was just on a computer doing my thing. And I had to tell Carl like in a, in, in, in a meeting or either in a conference, like, yo, I love C, I love what I do, but let's just be real. If we didn't have the hand who put it out on, you know, who cut, edit, but do the music right and send that joint out, 
I'm like, yo, we wouldn't be where we are today. Hey, does and, this mean I could get a couple of vegan dinners since no I'm question. responsible <laughs> no for it? What half, you don't know is I came behind you and said, Carl, don't ever get it confused. I blew us up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I didn't have me and Carl to have that conversation. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have that conversation. You, you, you weren't aware of the fact that yeah, I was Carl also talking to Carl. <laughs> he kept that I, I, don't, I never wanted Carl to leave us, so I had to keep him humble. I was like, Carl, don't ever get it confused. This is my baby. Yeah, but I am saying, and I want Carl to kind of speak to that because there are some things that you need to put out in the atmosphere, but they should have a location. You know, they, 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 it should be an objective and an aim, and that is to move the company forward, not to floss or to lie. Carl, can you I speak did, to what that no, did no, for I did you? A, um, I did some slides. Hey, see, I'm getting my ET on now. I just did some yesterday. It's about to be a part of my, my speech today. Good, um, I did some slides yesterday. He was doing some slides on leadership. And the first, the first part of it was as the leader, you got to get yourself in place. And the second one, the image that I found, I was like, I don't know how to use this image. They were like little uh, GIFs, so they were animated, so it's moving. So the first one was just my man jogging by himself. The second one, it's a dude, the, the same leader, you could tell it's the same dude, but he's choking out the dude, the other guy. And I'm like, yo, I like this, but I don't know how to use it. And then I was like, yo, it's exactly right. When you get where you're going as the leader, it's your responsibility to drag, I'm talking about drag. When you know you got the right people, it's your responsibility to drag them along. I'm talking about by the hook, by the crook. So my man is holding by the neck and I'm literally as he, what he's describing is, for real, I was there as support. Like we talk about the animals again, I'm that support animal, the chameleon, like I'm gonna adjust to whatever's needed. But in order for us to get further along, I had to become more than just a support. Like I got to become somebody that's also a visionary, that's also seeing some other stuff. And I probably couldn't have done it on my own. Like so E and C were the ones that literally held me up by the neck. I'm talking my man, my man was choking him out where the feet dangling, like held me up by the neck, dragging me along, choking me along to the point where now not only do I believe in the vision, but I'm helping push the vision. So now you got multiple people pushing the vision. Now we'll be able to push it in different directions. So it's just spreading more and more and more as we grow. Now the, the whole plan is for me to have two or three other people under me. You know, CE, as we keep multiplying this thing and we just create a movement that for real, it's already impacting the world. But I still think that we still, man, we, I, we had not got going yet. I promise y'all. We have not got going, as, as this thing is growing right in front of my eyes, the, the impact that we're going to have in the next two years, buckle up. Buckle up. Yeah, 100%. No, I love it, man. And, um, you know, I appreciate you guys and your honesty in, in that whole thing because, you know, it, there are people out here, man, that they're trying to find their way. You know what I mean? They're trying to find, you know, their, their ticket. They're trying to find their, you know, breakthrough. And I think... It's interesting, man, just the whole dynamics between, you know, us and what we went through and what people are going through now, trying to get to that next level. It's hard, man. And, you know, I don't think anybody's ill-intentioned by the stuff they do. I think it's just, you know, a desperation type thing. So, um, e, yeah, and see, you want to... yeah, let's encourage them. See, like, bro, we're not discouraging you guys. We're not trying to be your parents or whatever. We're just trying to tell you, make sure that it's, you know, that you calculate it and make sure that it comes from a pure place. Because if it comes from a pure place, like what we were trying to do, you, you know, you, you're going to be successful. So scratch, kick, you know, see, find that. You know how in football, my man, you know, the, he get tackled and he just keep moving his legs. and He try to get that first down and when he get up, he dropped the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we're not telling you don't scrap, don't fight. You know, don't, 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 don't try to find every advantage, every edge. You, you know what I'm saying? We're not saying that. But we're saying, for real, at the end of the day, when you do all of that and you do get your opportunity because you will get it. The worst thing in the world is to have an opportunity and not be ready for it. 
Because if you're ready for it, even though it takes a little longer, all I guess we're saying is don't take shortcuts. Like for real, don't take shortcuts. You know, don't, don't, don't try to uh, avoid pieces of the process, you know, because when you take shortcuts, it may not show up on Instagram, but it will show up when, you, when you're given that opportunity. And we want you to have opportunities. That's why we do this podcast. You know, that's why we do the videos and all the other stuff we do. We really do want you to be successful. We just know that you can't do that by cutting corners, but by scrapping, fighting, finding that, that, that advantage, that edge, like definitely we want you to do that because that's exactly what we did. And we didn't get here always playing nice guy. We didn't get here always waiting on somebody to give us something. You know, we didn't get here just waiting our turn. That's not the truth. You know, um, we, we did find ways, you know, to um, accelerate the process, but we definitely didn't cut corners. 100%, man. And we'd like to thank our sponsor today, PayPal. Listen, PayPal. visit paypal.com slash success. Did I pay success. my cousin yet? <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. He, by, by the way, he is the king of that, boy. He'd be like, let me, let me hold $100 real quick. I hit you right back. Yeah, I'll get you Man, back. I promise yeah. you, you owe me about $20,000. Yeah, Easy. Oh. Hey, but you know what they say, if I owe you, you'll never be broke, my baby. You'll, <laughs> you'll never, never be broke. Be broke. <laughs> no doubt, man. So uh, again, man, today's show is brought to you by PayPal. Listen, visit paypal.com slash success for your chance to win $10,000 for your small business. Listen, follow through on that, man. Make your dreams become a reality. Get a get a get a nice uh, jump start from PayPal. So visit paypal.com backslash success. Let's jump into Ask ET real quick. We got quite a few questions, E, so um, I'm going to just run them from the top. This one was good. Um, let's see. Uh, actually, no, let me not read that one. Um, okay, Rick and Columbus <laughs> said, hey, e, uh, no, some of them, you guys, I can't read cuss words on here, so <laughs> it's like sometimes people, like, they mean well, but they cussing. I'm like, shoot. Um, so... Let's, That's when uh, C does his own podcast. When <laughs> C come out with his own podcast, you can get good. it live, raw. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Well, it's so much going on. Y- y'all got so much going on throughout the day. You know, you you do your thing. So, matter of fact, where were you? Where where were you yesterday? You were at Quicken Loans. Yeah, I was at Quicken Loans yesterday. What I, happened? I was, what, uh, what was? So let me say this first. So he and he tell me. Usually, it used to be a thing that we did every year. I, for the last three or four years, I'd get the invite. Uh, we go down and do, but this time he didn't oh, yeah, tell no, me. He just he said, Hollywood. I'm going to Detroit. Yeah, he's big time now. He got a camera crew with uh, him. He got a yeah. vegan chef. Uh, <laughs> uh, Eric Thomas and Associates. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, these are the, these are the growing pains, bro. You sound like Jalen. Jalen leg hurting. He like, Dad, why is my knees hurting? You asked to grow, uh, kid. All right, these are growing pains. Uh, right. uh, 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 but no, yesterday was different. I didn't go to the uh, I didn't go to the full day. Dan asked me to come and um, just sit on. You see stage that, Dan? You see how big time yeah. that First was? First name basis Dan now. Yeah, he just snuck it in there. Dan, I'm what you know, see, Dan. I'm seeing it. Uh, <laughs> DG, DG <laughs> had asked me to come on, jump on the private jet, Danny. fly on down. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Carl said Danny. Wow, DG, huh? Carl said Danny. What's that Dan? What's that Dan? Unbelievable. Oh, wow. So we did an interview thing. Hollywood at his finest. We did the interview thing in the beginning where he just asking me some questions about the isms. And y'all know, hey, for real, we, we about that life, bro, with these isms, man. And then he gave me an opportunity to speak. But I don't want to go over the isms. I think we've done that before. But, man, let me tell y'all something. Man, I'm so appreciative for you guys, um, 
and the associates. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm so grateful for you, brothers. <laughs> trying to, try to win us over now. <laughs> right, 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 right. I, I'm just being real, man. Y'all, I, and I didn't tell y'all this because uh, there was so much happening yesterday, but uh, I'm there. I finished doing my thing. Me and Bill Emerson. Shout out to my man, Bill Emerson, man. You know, we caught up. Bill used to uh, allow me to come to the office and we would just chat about business and, you know, just trying to help us to get to that next level. And we were chopping it up. And while we were chopping it up, a young man. Was lady Warren came there? Uh, was, Warren wasn't there. Warren wasn't there. This is just. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Carl? <laughs> was, was, Buff, was Buff there? You know what I'm saying? I just want to know. I didn't know. You know uh, WB. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know. I didn't know if WB was able to attend or if he had something else going on. Yeah, no, nah, I'm sure he had something else going on. But we, uh, me, me, me and Bill was chopping it up. And, and so he stopped me. And he was like, yo, this lady wants to talk to you, right? And it was weird, guys. She like she's about my age. Uh, and she she pulled me to the side. She's like, can I, can I get three, four minutes of your time? And I'm like, no problem whatsoever, you know? And so, bro, she just blindsided me, bro. She was just like, yo, I'm going to be real with you. I ain't trying to disrespect you. Uh, her name was Michelle. Uh, and we had the same last name. So I thought she was on that, you know, same last name, you know, do you, where your people from? But she didn't go there. She's like, yo, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I, I ain't know who you were. Like, I had never heard you speak live before. And so I was like, yo, okay, where are we going? Because normally it's the opposite. You know, people come up, I've been listening to your stuff, E, you changed my life, whatever. So she was like, she was like, what's crazy is that my son got turned on to you when he was in high school. We actually sent him to Cleveland uh, for a small school. It was, I guess, like a football uh, focus um, school, see? And um, so long story short, she was just like, <laughs> You know, he loved you, you know, and he turned his boys on to you. And, um, you know, he would be playing your stuff all the time, you know, and she just went on about how, um, you know, he went down to the school in Cleveland and it really changed his life because he grew up in the suburbs. And this was more of an urban school, see, with a focus in football and how he had started like a mentoring program and started working with these kids. He came home and was like, Ma, these kids getting free lunch. And she's like, okay, and? He was like, no, Ma, like, this all the food they have. It kind of reminds me of you, see, when you talk about your experience and how everybody wanted to hang out at your home with your dad. And you know, like, you, you went to school with mm -hmm. cats who, you know what I'm saying, was in poverty, right? And so she was just talking about her son and just like, he, he, he admired you, he looked up to you, and you just changed his life, right? And then she kind of kind of got choked up on me. And I was like, wow, you know, well, I was just like, well, praise God. She's like, no, you don't understand. And I was like, you know, what's up? And she's like, my son died in a car accident June 15th. Wow. And I was like, wow. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, it changed the whole mood. And she was wow. like, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even want to come to this. I didn't even want to be here. I didn't want to drive up from Cleveland to be here. And she said, but I knew why I had to come now. And she was like, now I wow. know why my son watched you. You know, and, and I see what type of influence you had on my son. And she said, what the weirdest thing was, I didn't cry at his funeral. And she said, I, I, she said, for the life of me, I felt guilty because I didn't cry. And she said, I realized the reason why I didn't cry is because his life's not over. And mm. I've got to start a mentorship program in, in, in his name. And see, I'm talking about I was blew out the frame. You know, I wasn't expecting that because I was laughing and playing with, um, uh, you know, with, with Bill, me and him was just going back with and WB. forth just kicking it. With WB and WB. <laughs> right. and, uh, me, me, Dan, and WB. <laughs> <It was> powwow. 
<laughs> and so, uh, she, I'm trying to be serious here, Carl. I can't never be serious with Steve. Like, this is why the few people who talk negative about WB and Bill. This is, you know what I'm saying? This is why they talk. This is why you they know talk the billionaire boys club. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I got to deal with people, Carl, who I meet. Like, yo, why your boy so? I'm like, why don't you talk to him? Don't talk to me about him. I can't control him no more than you can control him. Uh, Send all your son, negative comments <laughs> in. We'll read them on the show. And, oh, and you no. see, we've only read them once. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I have some here, but I was going to okay. make y'all wait till next week. Oh, okay. Uh, I, so, have, so, I have quite, I've stockpiled a few, and they're hilarious. <laughs> By the way, I pick out the funniest ones. I oh, people continue to send ones in. I got them, but I think okay, I'm going to so, save them for next week because E got me all down. Now, no, no, no. no. So, <laughs> I, I, so I just wanted to say his name, and I told her that like, we're going to support it, but his name is Bryant uh, Kilgo. Uh, is the is a young man's name, and so I just want to shout out the mom, Michelle Thomas. Hundred uh, percent. And also, we just want to, you know, on behalf of us, we want to dedicate this show uh, to your son, and um, just let you know that we're just so grateful for you taking that time to come and talk to me, and just you didn't have to share that. That's like very intimate, and I'm glad we were able to connect. And I told you know Bill that we would definitely stay in contact and do what we can to support you, you know, in your mentoring program. So again, shout out. Um, to the Thomas family, shout out to mom meeting her yesterday, and um, shout out that you had so much strength. You know, a lot of people would be broken. I mean, just a lot of people wouldn't be able to get through. And the fact that you're able to get through just shows, um, it just shows a lot about your character and who you are as a woman, you know, and, yeah. and your husband. So, um, and to all the parents yeah. out there that have left chil lost children, I don't Absolutely. know what it feels like. I'm not going to sit here and try to act like I, I know the pain, I know the hurt, but shout out to you and thank you so much for, like I said, sharing with me and, and the ETA family. Rondell was there, Will was there, sharing with us what our work is doing. And, yo, this goes, it just shows us for real, this goes way beyond what we ever imagined, Carl. CJ, what we yeah. ever imagined, man. We oh, never yeah. imagined our stuff would do this. And this makes the Nobel Peace Prize, Carl, seem so, or the Nobel yeah, Prize, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, That's the real. Nobel Prize specifically, it makes it seem so tangible. Yeah, no, and shout out to, to them as parents too. I mean, obviously you guys raised a, an amazing kid, man, and um, you know, that that's often, you know, the biggest reflection of who we are is, you know, who our kids are and um, man, gone too soon. Um, but yeah, much love and support to the Thomas family. Um, yeah, no, it's incredible, man. That, that the stories like that, people always, you know, ask, you know, kind of like, what are the things that, you know, keep you guys going or you made a certain amount of money and you just on cruise control. And it's like, you know, literally we joke a lot, we play, but you know, those stories and those stories, I mean, you know, they, they come in all the time. We hear from people, you know, with diseases, people going through divorce, people, you know, who, who've lost loved ones and what the videos do in that regard. And um, I, I just, it, it's an amazing testament to, you know, E, your discipline, you know, your, your whole thing. I was actually at lunch with somebody today and they were like, yo, I don't know what it is about E. And, you know, it's like he says stuff that I've heard before, but just the way he says it. And I was like, yo, it's just the spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has the purest heart when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like, he not thinking money. He not trying to recruit you to a program. He not trying to, you know, not, he's literally trying to pour life into you. And, um, you know, that, that comes across, man, and people are being changed as a result. And so, man, when people ask us first and foremost what we do, you can list all kind of stuff. We do a ton of different things. At the end of the day, my number one job in life 
is to make sure people like the Thomas family know who E.T. is and use his message. And, you know, not only can he use it, you know, he used it to, you know, better his community. They're going to use it to better their community. And um, it's just something that goes, you know, on and on, man. So shout out to them. And, um, yeah, let's jump in to ask E.T. Real quick, Rick in Columbus said, hey, E.T., thanks for everything you do. Quick question. I've been getting up at three for the last few weeks, and honestly, it hasn't helped. I'm extremely tired and sluggish. How the blank do you do it? Yeah, I think it's all about time, guys. You know, it's not something that you're not going to be able to change, you know, years of doing one thing, you know, into 10, 15 days. You know, it's just not going to happen. You, you know, um, I, I will tell you the one challenge that I'm having with this new diet is that um well my wife is super excited because it used to be when i exercised that day you know i didn't i didn't snore but if i didn't exercise i would so now she's like yo you're not you're not snoring at all like you're resting like you're not moving like you know how carl you might just be moving in the middle of the night a couple times she's like Rest yo she's like you're not restless like yo she's like since you've been on this diet like you've been sleeping but see i'm gonna be real like i've been in a deep sleep see like, I'm going to bed, of course, later, because it's, it's, it's Michigan. I don't know if you remember, see, but, you know, the sun seemed like it's at, like, at 10, huh, 15. It don't get dark till like, 1130. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm for real, bro. Like, the sun might oh, set about so 10. I was Trey was like, Daddy, it's not time to go to sleep. It's still uh, morning. It's 930 like, at 1030. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm saying, I mean, literally, the sun's not going down. Like, like, like you don't see it no more until about 1015. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 1015, yeah. 1020. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to bed now because, of course, Carl, you know, the kids, you know, we stand, we hanging out, um, the neighbors, you know, Mike and them got their kids, so we hanging out. And let me shout out real quick, I'm sorry, let me, sh let me real quick, um, their younger son, Mason, hilarious. I bought him some, uh, he's a Spider-Man, Peter Parker dude, so I was able to go to Disney when I was in Houston at the Galleria and get him these, like, um, it's, it's almost like spider webs. You put the gloves on, shoot, 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 shoot him. So he's geek, man, so, you know, we got him that, and of course, Aubrey, some stuff. And so I, we get him some gifts and he writes a letter. They write me a card, a thank you card for the gifts. And so he puts them in the mailbox and he looks at his mom like, yo, ma, I don't want to put them in the mailbox, ma. I want to give them to him. Now, he don't know I see him. So I'm looking outside and I'm like kind of hiding because I see he's putting it in there. And I can tell you wanted to be a surprise. So I'm not saying nothing. So he takes it out, goes to his mom with his sister like, yo, we want to take it to him. And so he knocks on the door. And I opened the door, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad it wasn't Didi. You know, the gorilla opened up the door. It probably wouldn't have went the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I opened up the door, and I get it from him. And I'm like, yo, thanks. And, you know, whatever, whatever. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Man, I, I tell you, man, you got to have young people around you. I feel sorry for these old grouches, you know, in the world. And I know, you know, you got to grind and do all that. But sometimes, man, you just got to enjoy life, smell the roses. And so it's the cutest thing. I don't know, Carl, is he three? Two, yeah, three is old, three, three is old. He's three. He's three. Cutest thing in the world, see. He's got the he's got the the beautiful little blue eyes. He's looking at me. Give me the car. He's just so excited. I took the car. And so as he runs away, he says to his ma, <laughs> I guess he's so used to me going to sleep and grinding. He's like, Ma, Eric was up. He was up. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was up, mom. He was up. And then he ran off, and as he got close to his mom, you could hear him say, and he said, thank you. Wow. And he said, thank you. Wow. And, I, man, I, that made my night, my week, man. I, I was just like, unbelievable, man. So 
Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I was just so saying. Let me go back, see, and give the correct answer to what Eric is telling people. <laughs> right, 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 right. So what happens is, is that Eric get up at three, but I promise y'all, I promise y'all, if a commercial comes on, oh, yeah. and Eric sit down oh, yeah. somewhere, oh, like I he ordered popcorn oh, yeah. somewhere, and I it take three minutes yeah, yeah. to come, he will yeah. have a three-minute nap. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. Like, he can't sit down. Like, that get up at three o'clock, he cannot sit down, or he will have, and, and see, can see, understand what I'm saying. He can have a three-minute nap, and it's like he slept for, like, two and a half hours he get back up with it's that a super kind power. of energy it's a yeah. super he got power. something special it's, it's super annoying yeah. it's a too, super power I can't oh for sure <laughs> i can't stand it i'm like i told you if i go to sleep for three minutes uh and wake up i'm like i, I feel like i just got off a little swirly roller coaster i'm like whoa <laughs> i'm like bro my head spinning i'm like oh, three minutes i'm better off not going to sleep at all but um no you got yeah, yeah, and you, you got to get naps i don't know most people probably don't have the type of jobs where they can do it but for real, if you can take a nap here and a nap there, and I don't even think everybody needs to get up that early. See, it's just, we really do minister to the world. So if we put a video up at seven, eight o'clock in the morning, for real, if people in other parts of the world sent, you know, Australia over there, Perth, Sydney, you know, Melbourne, whatever. Hours ahead. Yeah, hours, you know, it yeah. might be their day is over. So we're still yeah, trying to so make sure Yeah, it's so funny though, people like, them. people, that, that's like one of the number one questions that people ask is about the sleep thing with E and like people think like, E only starts sleeping like that when we blew up. I'm like, E has been sleeping and waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning literally since yeah, I've since known him, 19, for sure. 19 or 20, I started doing it. For sure. Since I'm, and and then let me tell you something. When you got to share a room on the road at the hotel, it's super <laughs> annoying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, super. Diddy I feel so it. bad for Diddy. Diddy hates it. Oh, like, Diddy living with yeah, that. Diddy hates it. And uh, he famous for popping on that little spotlight little on his spotlight. iPhone. Oh, no doubt. And shining it right in your right eyeball. That's how you right like a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about that sucker uh, look like a strobe light in the middle in the middle of the night. So, um, all right, let's see. Karen and NY said, when are you guys bringing the Stay Ready Tour to New York City? Love mm. you guys. Would love to see you live. When are we coming to New York? Are we coming to New York know, for but Stay Ready? D.C.? We're going to D.C. That's, yeah, that's a three-hour three drive. drive. Yep, we right up the street from you. D.C., September 2nd, D.C. Yeah. We will be in D.C. So, Karen, get in your car, come down the road. Um, Jermaine and Indy said, hey, guys, uh, love the podcast. What's the last thing you bought for yourself? Oh, oh I bought What's some clothes in Houston. C.J., you're not allowed oh. to say anything in this segment. You are not oh. allowed to say anything in this segment. Like <laughs> C.J., <laughs> Stop, stop it right now. I'm just going to say Carl had his grown man gifts on display. I I will explain that I was looking for some different jeans and they had me try on a couple. (laughs) And let's just say all of them were not comfortable. Let me put it like that. Like a diamond? (laughs) So I got some, hey, let's just move on. I got some jeans and that's the end Uh, of that. (laughs) Oh, Carl had some jeans. You're going to see him on the conference. Don't say nothing. Let me tell you something. I just gonna stand. I promised Carl it would stay in the family, but I have a a, a photo of Carl in the pair ever do jeans. Wrong to CJ, y'all. I can't ever. Let do me tell you something, Carl. Our, our podcast numbers bro. are skyrocketing. Well, Candace set me up. Yeah, it was Candace that set me up. She didn't know she was gonna be right there. Yeah, doing Candace that. called. No, she was in on it. Candace oh, called me it. back. Let me say no, no, no. Carl came out the dressing room and I laughed so hard that I didn't think to take a picture of it to memorialize it. So he went back in, and Candace, I was like, call him back out here. So Candace was like, Carl, hold on, they might not be too tight. Let me see him. 
So Carl walked back out, and I got him. In oh, the picture, man. I got. First of all, your face is so hilarious in the picture. <laughs> and then uh, I so I sent the picture to the whole group with the uh, with the jeans. Carl didn't know I snuck a picture of man. him. Oh, if you ever decide to leave ETA or decide you're I too promise. big to fool with us, I have uh, some 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 You're pornographic black evidence black on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like it's, it's soft pornography. Uh. <laughs> Carl hit. I'm talking about Carl is hit. Soft. Um, oh, yeah, it's no true. Um, whatever y'all need uh, me to do, I got What's the last thing you bought for yourself? I think the same thing Carl said. I a cell phone, probably. You know, you probably bought a phone or something. No, no, I ain't buy I no guess... phone. You know, they buy my phones for me. I, I was well, when we were in Portland, though. I did buy. Um, some shirts. That was the first time I bought shirts. So I bought myself a whole bunch of um, sh- uh, shirts. Hey, by the way, man, thank you for bringing me some shoes from Nike this time. Oh, I appreciate that. There well, you, you go, pretty so much yeah. threatened me to get them. Hey, can you can you put me in the rotation I, for saying, the next one? Pretty much threatened me to get them, Carl. <laughs> I so think Carl, we need to really to have gorilla. a staff meeting. Carl's gonna have on to just... leave Chameleon and go Gorilla. That's yeah, all. There it is. And then Carl, is. Well, he just keep telling me to get them, but I'm gonna have to have two suitcases to buy him one or two pairs of shoes. They're fourteen. Like, it's, two, it's a fourteen. Like, I got imagine how like like that. This is what people we need. That's what we need to do a whole podcast on. Just ha. Terrible it is to be a part of the associates. <laughs> I will work for months on end to get a gig for E. Let's just say Oregon, University of Oregon. <laughs> Do you think he could even bring back a hoodie, a sweatshirt, a pair of socks, anything? Every time, same excuse. Oh, see, they didn't even have, oh man, they tight on the gear. Hey. I'm like, bruh, I oh, need hey. something, bruh. All I want is those dudes that work for uh, D1, NFL, I want you to tell them how, and what do they call, uh, see, um, um, the guys equipment that are responsible managers. for the clothes. Equipment, equipment Bro, yep, yep. I will now put equipment managers and accountants, CPAs, in the Ooh. same exact, they are the most evil, selfish, okay, I know some of mm. y'all don't fit that brand, but for the most part, I hate talking to them, see, it's like they're <laughs> it's like they gods. And they got a hold of gold, and they don't want to let anything loose. So, of course, I come. They know what my size is. They give me some. I never ask for anything because it's just like it's too much, man. They they, they like gods, man. I yeah, I can't I can't stand them. See, but I'll do better. Carl and I wear the same size, so Carl is not gonna tell y'all that he knows that whenever he wants, he can come to my closet and he can get an outfit, and I ain't really tripping. I'm tripping on C though because when they ask what size you want, I can't say a 14 and they think it's for me. <laughs> my man on the NBA. <laughs> Commercial, see? Yeah, they did. Uh, right, right. No, no, no it's yeah. a, what is it? Kia, what, what is it? What's the commercial with my man it's with like the big Kia. shoes? It's Kia, yeah, it's right? like a Kia commercial, uh, yeah. Well, 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 let me just say this. Uh, I, all I'm asking, I, I do, you know, a lot. You know what I'm saying? I do a lot around this company, and uh, I just ask for a little bit of love when you go to the Nike headquarters uh, that you can show me a little love. So. Hey, guys, and I'm going to be honest with y'all. This is the other thing, see, I'd be truthful about it. They just don't have sweet shoes in a size 14. We only found one pair, and I didn't necessarily like those J's, but they, because they were all white, they didn't have any color to them, but it was the only shoe they had that was, a, first of all, a Jordan in a 14, and the other stuff was at like, the you know, stuff. Huh? At the yeah, headquarters, huh? At the headquarters. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying, Carl? At the headquarters, though. And, and, and the smallest cool shoe thing. size of the NBA athlete is a 14 now. But, Somebody but got some 14. Part, we got to give Jalen his pub. 
They didn't have those the day we were there. Jalen went back later mm. and found oh, yeah. those later. Praise so. God he, oh, hey, praise God he taught in Sunrise. Yeah, praise God. Matter of fact, hold on. We got we got a celebrity in the building. Come on over Ooh. here, Jay. Jay just walked in right when you started name. Let's let me let me interview Jay real quick. Oh, let's get the, it. The podcast world. Tell him talk loud uh, on the mic. Yeah, no, no, no. I got you. I got the mic right here. Lean over here, Jay. So, um, real quick. Y'all know Jay. Nice haircut. I see you got. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 on his way to Miami, but I don't think it's work related. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, for those of you who don't know, you've been hearing us talk about it on the podcast. Jalen has been. You've been uh, hearing me talk about by, it on the podcast by Eric Thomas and Associates. Um, just tell us about Jay. How is your first couple of what? What about a month or two now? Two months, okay. Tell us, tell us about your first two months. Uh, first two months has been a breeze. Now it, it's, it's tough. Gonna be a breeze. It's gonna be a breeze. Having, it's gonna be a breeze. Uh, Keep talking. Oh, it's it's uh it's different because I'm used to having a boss or somebody look over me, and uh, also I'm used to just staying in like one location and working. So I'm starting to. My dad doesn't like it, but I'm starting to travel a lot while working, even though he doesn't believe me, I got to email him a couple of things that I'm doing so he know that I'm on pace, but it's a cool job. Um, trying to think what else, like the family, the environment is, is just like how I left. Like, it's like a sports family. Everybody talks to each other, got group me. So it's a cool environment. It's kind of the same, but I'm just more flexible now in my location areas, even though Miami is not going to be work related. <laughs> so, okay. And I just want to know good. who his so, supervisor is and, and, and who okay for him to be in Miami this weekend. No, I, I, no, I, I, I definitely okayed it for him to be in Miami, but here go the thing. I told Jay, the stat sheet don't lie. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the micromanager. I'm not going to sit over your shoulder every five seconds, but at the end of the month, we're going to see if you put up points or not. And so far he's putting up some decent stats. So he's a rookie on the squad, but tell the world what it's like to have ET as a dad. Cause you know, everybody like, Oh, ET, I love you. I want to take pictures. What's it been like having, okay, tell me this. I know this is a good, this is good. I want to know what has it been like, like, your dad has always been your dad, but like, what has it been like watching this transformation to where mm. now you go from he's just your dad and nobody knows who he is to now everybody like, yo, that's your dad. Like, what kind of pressure is it? Because like, Jay posted a picture of like him and his girl on Instagram, and they like, your dad's the greatest. You know what I'm saying? So like, walk us through what it's like to have a dad who you know, is is a celebrity and people love him and people want to come up and take pictures. Like, what does that feel like? First off, I got a different viewpoint from the fans because he didn't used to spank the fans. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a different viewpoint. But no, it's definitely uh, different because, you know, I was there when he used to do the small elementary school kids yelling at the kids. And now I'm listening to my favorite artist albums, and he like the first voice I hear on it. So it's definitely been a cool experience. Uh, I try to keep him level headed. Uh, <laughs> try to keep him level headed, but not. I actually like it's crazy like how many lives he changed. And working with him is different. We're trying to balance the son and the employee, but it's cool though. Like I like working for him. He's a cool guy. All right, cool. So cool any y'all want to ask any questions to the young bull? Yeah, y'all. Anything y'all got for Jay? 
Well, just let him know, first of all, that his daddy is not his direct supervisor, so his daddy ain't had no business asking him what he doing. Like, he ain't got to report to him for that. Now, outside <laughs> no, of the company, CJ. that's a whole different conversation. But tell him in the company, tell his no daddy, question. mind your own no doggone question. business. This had nothing to do with you. I got you, Joe. Uh, can't uh, really do that. You. Right. Hey, and uh, like I said, I don't know what y'all, J.D. was talking crap about you. said you ain't know how to clean. Uh, he's been Candace's sous chef. She calling she calling Jalen her sous chef around mm. here. So which just means do the dishes. And uh he's been taking care of business over here, man. So no, nah, it's been great having well, we Jay miss around. Him here in Lansing. Man. We miss him in Lansing. <laughs> oh, I know you do, man. He I, I mean, seriously though, I, I can't even lie, man. It's been awesome, you know, having him. The kids love him. You know, Avery don't fool with everybody, but she loved Jalen. And so, um, you know, it's great having him over here on a regular basis, man. And, you know, he's handling his business and taking care of what he needs to take care of. So I'm excited to have him working with us. We stole him away from – he was ours. Then we thought we lost him to Rock Nation. And now he's back with us. And um, we're looking forward to building out, you know, our athlete uh, portion of what we do, man. And, um, yeah, Jay, I appreciate you. Um, real quick, uh, let's see. What do we got? Any announcements? Okay, we already said it. D.C. September 2nd. Um, Carl, uh, we got uh, August 5th, August actually, 5th, is Miami. Right. So you still got time to buy tickets for the Thank God I'm Married. E calling out all the fellas who scared to come to the Thank God I'm Married. Come oh, on man. out. And, yeah, and, and, I, I, and, I feel them, but yeah, let it go. I feel them, but let it go. You, would you let, oh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna put the pressure on them? I'm just saying, I, I feel, you know, that they don't wanna be cut. They don't wanna have to deal with all of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but yo, for real, man, like you hear Jalen on the line, my daughter, my wife, like, see, I'm just going to be real, bro. I, I've traveled the world. I've, you know, had the opportunity to be on private jets and, you know, go on cruises and. With Dan, a- WB and Bill, huh? <laughs> man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the double, you know WB. <laughs> you know, I've done all of that. See, and it's nothing like coming home to your family, man. Nothing like being, nothing like, you know, having you know, a wife and kid. It's just nothing like it, man. So I know a lot of times the dudes don't want to be challenged. Their wives got to pull them to come to this marriage stuff. But can I at least say this? See, it ain't going to be corny. You know, all of us talking, our wives are going to be there talking. And like, for real, a lot of us didn't get married and have, you know, the, the, the model that we're looking for today. We may not have had that. Some of you come from single parent backgrounds. Your parents got divorced. It was a lot of drama, you know, whatever. All you didn't come from good backgrounds. And so I'm just saying, we're going to give you practical tools, man, to like make it work. Some of you having problems with your children. I'm not acting perfect, but I'm telling you, we can give you some tips. We can tell you some stuff that we did wrong, some stuff that we did right. So for real, if you, if you are into family or you know you need to be into family, I'm, 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 really, I'm really pleading with you men. This is a call to my men. If you're anywhere near Miami, Fort Lauderdale, like if you're in West Palm Beach, the Keys, you know, whatever. Um, Please, man, make sure you do yourself a favor and get to the conference. Get to the conference. Yep. So, and also, um, shout out to the new website, man. Carl, you didn't even say nothing oh, about the new man. website, man. We got yeah, a beautiful fault. new website. That is. Go ahead, Carl. I'm not gonna steal so, your thunder. Yeah, we, you've been we, working hard on it. Man, over the weekend, so we dropped it literally on Friday, but we didn't really say anything about it. Of course, you know, when you drop a new website, it's always stuff that you're going to miss, whatever. We did our best. There's still a couple pages that we're tweaking, man, but we just tried to just reinvent it. Super clean. Super clean. You guys can find the videos, the podcast. It's real, real simple. You can find the products on there. Um, yeah, we just want to make it just super convenient for you guys to find everything you need. You need. And um, so one other thing, see, um, he actually... 
so so see, I'm, I'm gonna put the disclaimer out for this one. See, he's come up with his own event, y'all. Hey, he has come up hey, with his completely own hey, event. Like, I, 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 see, I she don't gorilla. even know what this one is, y'all. So he went gorilla on this one. So if you check out our events page, we have a, a new event that he spearheaded all by himself. Only he got 99 a, people. Only 99, 99 people. Exclusive. It's not he an exclusive wants to, deal with just ET. This ain't. This ain't. This ain't. Thousands of people that I'm asking, see, ask you, I'm going to do the small one while they're working on the 10,000 one and see what we can come up with. <laughs> yeah, no, be, but this be one, Be afraid. Man, just, be very afraid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, being specific, this one we want to teach that group of people, man, like for real, how to monetize your gift, how to create a six-figure income, and we want to walk you through the steps literally that we took. Um, using, you don't have to have no super deep product. Yep, we want to yep. show you how to use you, the stuff that you have. Y'all see how we did it, YouTube, the podcast, all this stuff that we're using, and we just monetizing the fact that he had a gift. So we want to talk to that group of people out there that you believe you got something. You might be a pastor, whatever, a church, whatever. You got something going on, and we want to help you to bring that thing out. Yeah, and specifically to those of you, because this is why I did it. One of my homies who's a pastor called me, and he was like, yo, E, I don't do network marketing. You know, can I not make six figures? He's like, yo, E, I don't sell cars. I don't sell insurance. Like, I'm, I'm never going to get into a real estate hookup. Is there any hope for me? And I'm like, yo, bro, that's us. Like, that's us. Like, me and C ain't sold no cars. We, don't, we ain't never bought no property and flipped no house. Like, that's not what we do. You know what I'm saying? So it's for anybody who's not trying to flip a house. You're not trying to sell insurance. You, you're not into the, you know, I'm going to sell multi, uh, multimedia, <laughs> I'm saying multimedia body. Multi-level yeah, marketing. Yeah. Multi-level, <laughs> none of that. You know what I'm saying? See how about uh, What is that? So yeah, for real. So for those of you who just like, for real, you just have a common gift. You might have a product. You might sell cakes or you might sell whatever. They're like, I just want to know how to I, blow me up. I don't, I'm not trying to do you know, level, multi-level, like you get two and then you get two and you get two, like E, I just don't feel comfortable doing that. If you have something within you, you got an idea, we will show you how to execute that thing because you're probably more like us than we, than, than like most people you look at on the internet. So only hey. 99 people though, that's it. August 24th yeah, my boy Myron's first. Myron is the first one because he called me. And so 99 other people signed up, real small venue. We're not doing it big. We're going to spend one-on-one -on -one time with you. In Detroit, Michigan, guys. We've never done anything at home. The good part the of Detroit. Event. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody was like, We like I, to believe all of it. I was in until I heard it was in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, we like to safe. believe all of it is good. <laughs> uh, you'll be safe. We, re we rebuild it. Um, see, we rebuild in Detroit. <laughs> uh, one brick at a time. Um, no doubt. All right, so yeah, so, uh, and then also, man, the cruise in March, of course, man, you guys are buying your tickets. I see the ticket sales coming in. You guys are pumped up, fired up, sending emails about the cruise, man. Phenomenalcruise.com. Go check it out, man. Come tour with us. Uh, come cruise with us in March. It's going to be a blast. Uh, go leave us those reviews on iTunes, man. We climbing up them charts, y'all. We, we are definitely climbing up those charts, and that's um, because you guys been leaving us those reviews on iTunes. So go to iTunes, click write a review, and write a review. And um, next week, I, I, I promise to come with the negative comments, right? If y'all can go leave us some positive comments, I'm going to come with the negative comments. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I wrote about five or six of them down, and they are even funnier than the negative comments from last time. So uh, we are going to read those live on the podcast. And, no, and let me tell you something. Bring your big boy, uh, Britches, 
next week, guys, because some of them are pretty painful. All right, I'm hurt uh, just looking at them in my phone. Uh, I'm, I'm, my feelings are a little hurt, so uh, be ready to shake it off with Taylor Swift <laughs> next week as we uh, read the negative comments. Uh, with, that, with that being said, I guess we can get up out of here. E, hit us with that negative today, baby. Yo, for real, man. I know, um, look, I say this all the time, but I was, you know, at the event yesterday, and I, and I told the people, like, for real, you get, um, you might only get one opportunity, guys. Like, for real, it is amazing that I literally said to 10 or 11 young men that I will give you $500 if you just take, I mean, just one step. Like, you just got to send me just the information. Just send me the letter and how few people send it to me. So listen to me, guys. I'm just being real. I'm tired of hearing people say, you know, I don't have no opportunities. You know, everybody seems to be getting ahead and I can't seem to get ahead. It seems like everybody else is getting favors and everybody else is getting blessed and everybody else is getting hooked up. Like, when is it my turn? You know what I'm saying? When is it my chance? Like, when am I going to get my... Listen to me. I'm being real. You might have had your chance and you didn't take advantage of it. I'm being real. So what I want you to do is I don't want you to think about what's next. I don't want you to think about next week and the month after that and the next year. Like, yo, you have been given an opportunity. Nail that joint. Murder that joint. So if that's making $4 an hour, $7 an hour, $15 an hour, $20, whatever, nail it. If that's you a cook right now, if you're doing Uber, whatever you're doing, if you are uh, uh, doing taxes or you're working as a social worker, like, don't be so concerned with that next move that you're not taking advantage of this one. So, hey, it's your boy E.T. saying, look, we all have opportunities, but do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Take advantage of the opportunity that's in front of you now. Lick that one, and I guarantee you that opportunity is going to open up the door for the next opportunity. It's your boy E.T. Appreciate that negative today, E. That's a wrap for us. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might.